It's another week in the four-year reference household, and it is another life is motherfucking life in. Am I right, OT? Mm-hmm. Um, to satiate you, friends and lovers, and also if you check your calendars, this time last year we had our note run. We did. Fast interview. Fucking wild. Welcome, welcome, friends and lovers, the OG day ones. Um, And for those of you that have met us along the way, we have had this podcast since February 2019. But like OT said, August 2022 was our first interview press junket sort of run. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling? Wow, it's been a crazy year. Um, both for the pod and our lives and wow. Our pod and our lives absolutely. Currently in our catalogue, friends and lovers, if you're looking for the usual sumptuous, delicious, um, full review sort of formats that we do, we currently have 200 plus review episodes um, and overall we have 257 episodes on our podcast feed and 17 of them are interviews, OT. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very exciting. We thought we would do something special, um, until we meet you in another similar format. I love, um, well, first of all, you, OT, (laughs) if I can be nasty and vulnerable and splooshy on the main, if you're nasty, um, but it's always fun preparing, uh, interviews with you. And especially for the first one, we wanted to have a signature FYR, um, sort of question. And if you're familiar with our formats of our reviews, we always end with a recommendation of if you enjoyed this or if you wanted to see it done or approached in a different way, you should check out this film slash TV show. Um, so it's been so fun to be able to ask a lot of the filmmakers um, this sort of question. So we're going to cut to this compilation um, in a moment, but I would strongly, strongly suggest friends and lovers that you definitely check out the Jordan Peele episode just because of the fact that we only had four minutes and right off the top, OT was able to get to Black Joy. Of course I did. And in our household, we will always champion that. Mm -hmm. Folding chairs and otherwise. (laughs) I don't know where OT's VPN is. It might be in Alabama, but we'll be brawling. (laughs) We love you so... (laughs) We love you so much, friends and lovers. Thank you, Asante, Malo Alpito, all of the splooshes. Please enjoy this compilation and thank you so much for your support. We fucking love yous. Love ya. Mwah. We finish off our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you pair with Nope as a double feature? Wow. What would I pair with Nope as a double feature? Um, the original King Kong. And I would be—I I would say this because it, it, it shares a, a spirit in several ways, and it shares a sort of DNA in several ways. In that, you know, King Kong, um, you know, was just—you know—one of the great human efforts in, in artistry of all time. When you take into account the illusion um, that they were able to achieve with what they they had. And at the same time, it is a spectacle of racism and exploitation. 
And so in a lot of ways, I feel like this, this film is the ans my answer to King Kong. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time. The spectacle was interesting because sometimes the pain became the commentary and turning it on its head. And we absolutely right. loved it. Grab your lovers, grab all of the snacks and really enjoy a double feature of Nope and King Kong. Thank you so much, Jordan Peele. So we finish off our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you pair with Infinity Pool as a double feature? Oh, um, I have not thought about that at all. And I'm terrible at answering those questions. I'll, I'll say I'll say the comfort of strangers um, just off the top I of see. my head. But probably there's a better answer than that. I, I just I'm awful at recommendations. No, I love it. We're putting on mask and we're smashing shit. And so what would you pair with Red, White and Brass as a double feature? As a oh. double feature? I think my no. one, my one, oh, my no, one I'm be, still thinking. Yeah, you, I'll, I'll go while you're thinking. Uh, Yo. I think my one would be Cool Runnings. Ah, just because oh, nice, I, nice. I think that was our kind of, for me, that was like one of the more kind of inspirational films for me when we were sort of trying to work out, what, what is this kind of film? Vibe. It's kind of a fish out of water vibe, but like this, like seeing these Jamaicans like in the Winter mm. Olympics, it was kind of like, oh, seeing this group of Tongans kind of out in a car park playing their instruments. So it was, it was kind of, there were a lot of parallels, but also I think yeah. we wanted to do something similar in terms of uh, the emotional journey, getting the feels, and also just in terms of tone that it's like, oh, here's a family film. Everyone can go and watch it. It's not, um, it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a broad film made for everyone. Mm-hmm. I think definitely Cool Runnings, agree with that one. Um, also, maybe Sister Act 2, Drumline, nice. uh, yeah, Sister Act 2, some aspects really reminded me of that, that whole, you know, that, that whole uh, cast on Sister Act 2, they had to create a choir and get to like an end competition uh, and go up against the church, really, uh, and the parents telling them not to sing. Yeah, that reminded me a lot of that. And John Mine, for obvious reasons, with the instruments and stuff, is a lot of fun. We finish off our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you pair with The Last Daughter as a double feature sort of situation? Oh, oh that's a great question. Um, uh like documentary or anything like it can be you... anything anything that helped you to be inspired or yeah anything um i mean a, a lot of the films that were kind of like inspired us like obviously like like lion was a great film like, oh gorgeous yeah, yeah yeah like and and i think for us we had we had our lion moment that reunion uh ourselves you know mm -hmm. so like the you know the similarity in our film of just like people who have been separated for so long and I was even just thinking that imagine, you know, like there's a photo of someone in your yeah. house and, 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 you know, you, you, they're, they're part of your family, but they're no longer part of your family. Mm -hmm. And that's what Brenda was in both families. Who's this girl in this family and who's this girl in this family. And then after all this time, they reconnect and, and that relationship, you know, comes back together. And I think, so for me, like, um, Lion was very much a big inspiration, I think, emotionally, mm -hmm. what we were trying to do. And, but, it, it just naturally happened that way. I think it does when people come together. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, a line would be a good pair or any any of the amazing other um, Aboriginal stories that have been done, you know, across the years, you know, like I think um, 
like we just saw the new boy. Um, you know, that's oh, gorgeous. A different yeah. story. It was a different story at a different time. Um, you know, obviously, like uh I think Rabbit Proof Fence is the original stolen generation story that a lot of Australians have come to to um to see. And I think this this continues that story to show that this didn't end no. in you know the, the old days, you know, like yeah. these these things are still happening. I think that was also a thing for us that we um we're always thinking of this is like um this is the continuation of this story in this generation and his living proof in this day and era to show that people are still dealing with the pains of the past. We usually finish our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you uh combine with Kindred as a double feature? Um oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> as a double feature. That's an interesting one. I mean, yeah. Look, we reference fringe dwellers in the film. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I would almost say, like, for both of us, um, it's a it's, it's it's a really important film in in the sense of of us being introduced to seeing Indigenous people on screen. Yeah. And so I suppose for me I'd I'd recommend that one in some ways mm-hmm. because it it is a snapshot of a time and a place where Aboriginal people were starting to live mm-hmm. and be, you know, brought into the fringes of that white world, you know. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'd say that one could be a really beautiful one. It's a drama, so it's a bit different to a documentary, but maybe that one would be a good one to pair it with. Yeah, tonally it definitely makes a lot of sense. finish our reviews with a recommendation so what would you uh add with love road as a double feature oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> um oh, I, i'm well i'm going to be biased and say go go and see um tennessee um it. yeah um for lack of a i mean, i need to see all the other films in the festival first but uh, but yes Love Road and Tennessee, both stories of, um, I suppose, love, uh, love. I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but it's all because, <laughs> uh, uh, but those stories of love challenges, love challenges. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, you know, in your, your talk to Armin, but um, yeah, very, very different. Very different story, very different perspective, very different characters, but um, it's interesting maybe that Love Road is more told from a a perspective of, um, I guess, jazz and um, and, um, Daniel are more characters maybe that we've we've grown up with in in Australia anyway, Uh, and then in Tennessee, the the, the story of, of... immigrants coming to Australia and, and the struggles with that that a relationship faces with that. Um yeah. Well as it so happened, yeah. I happened to double feature Love Road and Tennessee. Uh, I thought so you might have. I already done my homework. <laughs> Catch up friends yeah. and lovers. We finish off our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you pair with Ajma as a double feature? Uh, one of the film I really, uh, I saw and I know it's play, I'm, I'm actually meeting him on Friday for lunch, uh, Anthony Shim's Boy's Boy, Rise Boy Sleeps. 
um, ah. which is the Canadian, Canadian, Korean, uh, uh, Korean Canadian feature mm-hmm. uh, that was also that also premiered in Busan. Um, it is a story about a um, Korean immigrant, a uh, single mother who moved to Canada with a child. Um, and sort of, um, it's a beautiful film with a beautiful soundtrack and a pu- and really grounded uh, performance from the lead actress. Um, I we, we I watched it for the first time in in Jeddah at the Red Sea International Film Festival, mm-hmm. um, and they watched my film there also. And then we realized in both films, there's one moment where we had the exact same line. Love it. Um, where when I watched it, I remember when I watched it. I was like, "Oh my god, I have that same moment <laughs> in my film." And then, but in a completely different context. Mm-hmm. But but it it sort of we found it so funny because we were like, "It's it's um, this one moment." It's obviously tonally and all of that they're completely different. Um, um, but I thought um, it's, I think it's a beautiful film um, that that I highly recommend. We finish off our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you pair with Tennyson as a double feature? Um, at the Sydney uh, Film Festival? You can, or any sort of film, even your own other film. Um, okay, right. Oh, well, my own other film. I'd be a bit biased. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, look, like the programs. I mean, um I guess there were some inspirations uh, and, you know, when you said that, like, what would you pair it with? I, I sort of mm-hmm. those inspirations came to mind. Um, I think Tennessee is a, definitely a different, I mean, it's definitely a different film to those, but um, I I would pair it with Burning, uh, which is a much Beautiful better film. Korean I, I film. would say it's a no. Korean film. Burning, I can actually see incredible that. Film. But I can, um, I can see how these would be paired together. Gorgeous. Yeah. We finish off our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you pair with Freedom is Beautiful as a double feature? Uh, well, I guess one of the most inspiring films that I've ever seen in this same space is a documentary called Fosama, um, which is the story of, um, of a couple who uh, fled the Syrian conflict uh, and Sama was the name of their daughter. Uh-huh. Uh, and that film is uh, a chilling and beautiful film about humanity mm-hmm. and I think um, a very inspirational film for anyone who wants to try and feel uh, what it's like to be in that conflict mm-hmm. and to survive and to be helping people all the while and then finally make it to safety. That would be my, I guess, my, my pairing film because mm-hmm. it was certainly a major inspiration for me. We finish our reviews with a recommendation. So what would you pair with Talk To Me as a double feature? Oh, oh it's a good question. Oh. Let me in. What's that? Nice. What movie is that? Oh, Let the Right One In, you mean? No, what's the, what was the American version? It's Let Me In, right? Oh, Let Me In. Is I, it? I, I think in? Let the Right One In is better. I think. Oh, yeah, actually, well, the Prude, they're, they're both really good. Sorry, yes. Yes, I, I agree. Let the Right One In or Let Me In? If only just for title's sake. Talk To Me, you know. Let the white light right one in or let me in. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. We'll send it to Bruno Mars. It sounds like an R&B song. That's yeah. All oh, right. right. We'll yeah. have something here. Then. Yeah. Come on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah.